Five minutes past 12, you're with Pumi Mashejo and you're on Womandla, Girl Power All Grown Up. Today, we're talking about the three essential things every girl should pack when traveling alone or with friends. So, they're asking me to talk up a little bit. I hope y'all are listening. Join us in the conversation. You can call me in the studio on 0861555189 or you can Twitter us on at cliffcentral.com. Instagram us, it's all Cliff Central on Facebook, Cliff Central, or you can get to my Twitter handle personally and it's Pumi Mashoko One, or you can get me on Facebook, join in the conversation. I went on a trip all by myself, got on a plane, went all the way to a country I'd never been to or seen. Um, I went to Western Europe. It was 10 days of me, myself, and I. It was a lot of learning. It was a lot of experiencing and experimenting. And I thought, there's a lot of single girls out there. I'm sure there's a lot of girls that are maybe afraid to go out traveling on their own or do it all the time. In the studio joining me to share her experience and share some tips with us, I've got, um, and she's one of those rare blacks that have two names, the English one. She still says, it's my English one or my eh, Zulu one. <laughs> Nontlantla is what is called a travel counselor. Nontlantla, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So I want to know what a travel counselor is because I know what a general counsellor is, and mm-hmm. I didn't know that travel needed counselling. Right. So, you will get in travel a person who does travel. They, You tell them you're wanting to travel to Durban, they get on the system, and they book you a flight to Durban and pay it up. I, on the other hand, plan your trip for you. I counsel you on what it is that is going to be good for you, that's not going to be good for you. We plan it as a unit together. While you're away, you can contact me as and when you need to. And when you come back, we sit and we chat and we see how it went. So it's that an entire experience. <laughs> you hire experience. That is a useful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm kind of always on Facebook mm. or on any of the social media. It's June, July now. Yes. And it's cold. Mm-hmm. Those amongst us that are well prepared are probably already paying for their December holidays. But most of us are thinking about what we're going to do when the summer comes. Yes. Um, we may even think about going to the gym in preparation for when the summer comes. Mm-hmm. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, but I'm thinking, what, what is one, where does one start planning? When, going on, when you're traveling? Yeah. Well, first of all, you need to know where it is that you're wanting to go to. So you sit and you plan and you think, what type of trip would I like to go on? Am I the type of person who wants to go on a resort holiday? So, in other words, do I want to sit down, uh, drink colorful drinks that have got a little bit of alcohol in them for seven days and do nothing? Or do I want to go running around in a city, um, have cultural experiences? Or am I wanting just a quick getaway with me, my fella? You know, it depends entirely what it is that you're looking for. And then once you've decided what kind of experience you're wanting, you then come to me. We sit and we decide, Oguti, what is it that we're going to be doing for you? So you say to me, for example, I want to go on a resort holiday. Okay, fantastic. If you're wanting to go on a resort holiday, you're wanting to go to Mauritius, as an example. Are you wanting to go to the Seychelles, which is slightly further away, to the Maldives, which is exotic? You're wanting to go as far as Cancun, also a resort holiday. I don't even know where Cancun is. It's in Mexico, my dear. In Mexico. <laughs> and as a girl yes. traveling alone, yes. for me, 
the experience was so daunting. Mm. I felt so out of my depth all the time, mm. but that's what I was looking for. Mm. Is there anything that as a girl and you're planning a trip maybe with girlfriends or you're not with your guy or you're, or you're on your own, mm. is there anything that you should be specifically looking out for? Yes, there's quite a few things. Number one, when you're a girl traveling on your own, don't ever leave without taking out travel insurance, first and foremost. Vitally, vitally important. It is a grudge purchase. We all understand like that. Like all insurance. We are <laughs> However, it is a very small grudge purchase. If you're going to be away for seven days, for example, you're not going to be paying more than about 380 rand-ish. And what that does is that it gives you peace of mind. Should I fall ill that side? You're not going to have medical aid to cover you while you're there. If you fall ill and you're in the States, for example, the cost of medical cover in the States is astronomical just for breaking your leg. Where on earth will you find the money to sort yourself out if you've broken a leg? Where if you've got medical insurance, you just give them a tinkle, they will sort you out, they take you to the local hospital, you get sorted and you, you get taken home should that be necessary also. Travel insurance, vital. Something simple like um, you're walking down the stairs and you break a vase and it's a million rand. You're liable, correct? Travel insurance if covers you, break you it, for you that. Bought it. Exactly. Travel insurance covers you for things of that nature. You die while you're that side. Terrible thing to talk about, but it does happen. How are they going to repatriate your body if you are not covered by travel insurance? They're going to have to do it and it's going to cost a fortune. We're talking up to the millions sometimes. Are there places that are more geared for girls on holiday? Yes, very definitely. Places, for example, like Helsinki, Oslo, Scandinavia generally. Really? Very, very, very much so. Why? Because if you're a girl, it doesn't matter. You're not different, if that makes any sense. You know, if you go to other countries in Europe, let's just choose Italy, for example. You are constantly scrutinized by men so i went to italy for two days <laughs> yes <laughs> and the two things for me mm. that that were unbelievable mm. firstly is how hot the policemen are yeah okay i know about hot 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 huh. generally there's men like, on that what yes but the guys in italy no matter who have absolutely no fear no of of getting in your face no as a girl no not at all. If you like that kind of thing, though. If you like it, fantastic. And I'm not saying don't go there because it's not what, you know. Some girls are happy with that kind of thing. And if you're happy to have that, more power to you. But there's some people who are not interested in that. And you can go to places like Scandinavia where you don't have that as an issue. Um, another nice place to go to if you're a girl is Singapore, for example. Safe. Really? If you are the kind of person who is gung-ho about safety. Singapore, you can't even spit without getting a ticket. Girls it don't. is Singapore is statistically the safest city in Asia. Wow. So if you are traveling on your own and you, your safety is an issue for you, go to Singapore. Fabulous. Lisbon, another really nice destination. Mm. Southern Mediterranean, but there's not that hectic um, being watched all the time by men thing. Mm-hmm. strangely enough. I'm not entirely sure why it is, but Portugal is that way. A lot of southern Mediterranean countries are like Italy, where you are oogled 24-7. Mm-hmm. You know. And as, the, as a girl traveling on my own mm. or with my girlfriends, mm. should I be... Is there 
any kind of behaviors mm. that I need to think about yes. when I'm out traveling. Yes. Do not look like a tourist. What if does that mean? Don't be looking around. Don't have cameras with you. Don't have uh, those those little baggy things that you carry around your waist. Moon bags. Mm. Yes, the moon bag. Don't look like an obvious tourist. Don't be asking people and not being sure about... Look people in the eye if you need to ask something and be very positive about what it is that you're saying. The thing is, just be smart about what it is that you're doing. When you're in South Africa and you need help with something, you will think first, you will use your common sense and think, in order for me to come across as not being scared or vulnerable, I need to act in a certain manner. Same thing. If you're not wanting to come across as looking and feeling vulnerable, act in a certain manner. Act positive. Act strong as a woman. Just have a little bit of common sense. That is all. And speaking about if you're in South Africa, I mean, one of the things that we don't do much as South Africans is travel in our own country. Yes. Traveling in South Africa, what can one look forward to traveling in the country oh, as a girl on your own? There's so much to do in this country. You know, South Africa is a beautiful, beautiful country. There is so much that you can do. South African men generally are respectful towards women. I don't know if you've experienced that yourself, but generally men are very respectful. But it go, it's a two-way street. Am I not right in saying that? Yeah. If you're respectful to a person, they'll be just as respectful back to you. It's what it is that you show them. There's so many places to go to in South Africa. Simply Durban, Cape Town, Port Elizabeth. Or more, um, if you're a little bit more adventurous, you can do things like bungee jumping, for example. Um, you can go to view game. You can go, gosh, there's so much, Kango Caves, all sorts of things that are doable in this country. And I'm a firm, firm, firm believer, before you travel internationally, know your country completely. Wow. Know it. Why, why is it that you are interested in going to see London, for example, and yet you've got no idea where Umtata is? Go and see Umtata. Go and see East London. Beautiful beaches. Beautiful. <laughs> As a first-time traveler, mm. where do I start? Where? In South Africa? Yeah. As a first-time traveler, what are the, the, the basics? One, two, three. First basics. and foremost, you go and see your travel agent, whomever they may be. Of course, I'm going to say come and see Lynette. <laughs> come and see Lynette. Yes. And you can get hold of Lynette yes. on Facebook. What's it, your Facebook? It is facebook.com slash Lynette dot Sorry, slash. Wait, let's try that again. Facebook.com dot Lynette dot Msomi dot Travel Counselors. Travel Counselors. Yes. I like that name. Like <laughs> Travel Counseling. Yes. Good advice. Facebook.com dot Lynette dot Msomi dot Travel Counselors. And you're on Twitter? I am on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Lynette Mazibogo. My maiden name, I haven't changed it yet, <laughs> unfortunately. At <laughs> Lynette Mazibogo. I will be changing it soon though, I promise you. <laughs> to Lynette Msomi. My husband would kill me. He has no idea. I haven't changed it yet. I'm sure he's listening and now he knows. Yes, yeah, now he knows. And then we'll be having a conversation this evening. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. But so, so tell me, so, okay, I go and I see a travel counselor. Again, yes. you, you know, like when I hear travel mm. travel agent, yes. I kind of think that they're going to sell me a pre-packed solution. Exactly. And that is where the difference then becomes when you come and see Lynette. I'm not here to regurgitate something to you. I'm here to sit down with you and decide what it is that's going to suit you best and see how it is that we get you there. So if you're on a limited 
budget, for example, and you're wanting to get to Durban and you've never been to Durban, the, it, getting to Durban, you don't only need to fly. You can catch a bus, for example, half the cost. You can still get there. You don't need to stay at the Hilton when you're staying in Durban. There are other really lovely hotels which are still on the beach and they're a lot more friendly to the budget. Mm. You know, so it's all about you come to me and you're honest and you say to me, Lynette, this is what I can and cannot afford to do. What can we do? And we work from there. How do you set a budget for traveling? You need like to know. Like everybody says budget. I think when I think traveling, mm. and one of the things that took me so long to yes. go traveling yeah. was that the traveling is an expensive exercise. Yes. It is extremely expensive, but it can also be very cheap. So you need to decide what it is that I can afford, first and foremost. You don't decide where you're wanting to travel. You're wanting to decide what can I afford in rands and cents. Based on what it is that you can afford in rands and cents, and we then talk about where it is that you would ideally like to go, and we can see then, can we work it into your budget or can we not? And if we can't, what are the alternatives as close to what it is that you were looking for that we can get you to? We're chatting. We're, doing a, a, we're creating a good travel experience for you. We're not, regurg- we're not machines. If you're wanting a machine, you can go on to a website and do it on your own. TripAdvisor. I never know on TripAdvisor. I never know. Like I, I'll go on to TripAdvisor. I went away a couple of weeks ago mm. and I went on TripAdvisor and I asked about places to eat at mm. and I arrived at this place yes. that had like eight great reviews mm. and it was horrifying. Yeah, exactly. Look, I'm not here to speak badly of people like TripAdvisor because they've got their place. They really do. Honest, honest truth be told. Sometimes you need to go to places which are really far and beyond and nobody has been there and TripAdvisor will help you. But as a travel consultant, this is what I do for a living. I know what it is that I'm talking about when I recommend or don't recommend a place to you. I've been doing this since 1993. What is that? A good 21-odd wow. years now? 19, eh? There you go. I know what I am talking about. So you need to trust what it is that I'm saying. Mm. If you choose to go onto the website mm. and believe what it is that they're saying to you, that is your prerogative. And it may go well for you. It may not go well for you. Remember this. If you book through your travel counselor, and something goes wrong wherever it is that you are, you give me a call and I sort you out immediately. Had you booked on your own, what are you going to do to sort it out? Sure. That's something to think about. When we get back, I want us to talk a little bit about the places to go to, the best places you've been to and some of those experiences. Okay. Just one more day I have to make a move to somewhere miles away The only hope we've got is just a smile and pray
listening to Womanda, Girl Power All Grown Up. We're talking about traveling as a girl or with girlfriends. It's 12.23 and I've got with me a travel counselor, Notlant Lamsomi. She's been sharing her experiences with us because that's what you get when you get a travel counselor, Duncan, is you get experience and advice, tailored advice. So traveling overseas on your own, Mm. things to look out for. Things to look out for. Pickpockets, number one. Um, another thing to look out for, which I can never stress too much for ladies, is shady men. <laughs> you can get yourself into all kinds of trouble with shady men. All kinds of horrid, horrid travel or problems. Have you guys, has anybody, have you ever watched that uh, National Geographic uh, program about um, drugs? And related problems when you're traveling internationally? No. The reality is it's, it's a lot more common than you would like to know, especially for South African girls because they are as naive as they are. They travel internationally. They get that side. They meet a man and they think he's dreamy. Man is a drug trafficker. And they convince you to traffic drugs for them back into South Africa. Very common. But if you are out traveling, mm-hmm. looking for adventure, mm-hmm. one of the things it involves Yes, is is doing that kind of thing. Guys, no, just be smart. No, man. Uh-uh. Even then, you know whom it is that you can and cannot. I mean, a person comes to you and they say to you that I want you to take a package for me. Walk away. Not so? Yes, you're looking for all kinds of fun. Have your fun. But the minute a person says to you, carry something for me, surely it should make sense to you. Good to know, man. This is not all right. Why is this person not carrying it themselves? So I asked about 
what to take along. Mm-hmm. I asked some people on my Twitter and on my Facebook and yes. on, on WhatsApp and on my WeChat mm-hmm. to say, what are the top three things to take along with you when you are traveling? For me, top three. Mm-hmm. Number one, travel insurance, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Number two, money. Mm-hmm. You can never have too much money with you. <laughs> Number three, you can never have too much money, period. It's the truth. When you're traveling, all kinds of things can happen. Yes, we get that we're all on budgets, but within your budget, take as much money as you possibly can within your budget. You can never have too much because all kinds of things can happen to you. Number three, makeup. A girl must always look good. (laughs) You know, the better you look, the easier it is to get out of a situation. And that is the damn truth. (laughs) <laughs> that is that is true. Mm. That is true. I've seen that mm. trying to get out of tickets. But I've got so you're <laughs> tuned in, listening in. What are the top three things that you take along with you? Some of the messages I got were um, DCT, mm-hmm. lip balm, the bum. lip balm. Oh, lip balm, lip balm. Yes, but that makes a part of your makeup, does it not? Good running shoes mm-hmm. for lots and lots of walking. Mm. And a great swimsuit. <laughs> I got, you know, <laughs> Sudoku. <laughs> yes. Sudoku is good when you're sitting at the airport and you're waiting forever. Because sometimes the more reasonably priced flight to get wherever it is that you're going to is going to have a hell of a long layover. You could be sitting for up to eight hours in a foreign airport. And that does happen. And have you had experiences of people that have had an atrocious time? Yes, from beginning to end. And what are the kinds of things that, that kind of are the, you know, there's, there's always three signs that mm. say this is going to end badly. Mm, mm, mm. What are those signs that I should be looking out for? Well, you know, sometimes it's just karma. I had a client once, for example, who before they left, the day they were leaving, they got burgled. At their sure. home, but they decided that they were going to go anywhere, and they left. They were taking a connecting flight to the states, um, through Dubai. They got to Dubai, their flight had left them because their outgoing flight was delayed. They eventually do get to the states. They get that side. One of them got a really horrid illness. I can't remember which what it was, but it was just it was a, a holiday from hell, and they had to come back. And nothing good to say about it. Nothing, nothing, nothing good to say about it. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen on occasion, mm. you know. And what can a person do when you're in that situation? Mm. Now I've paid for my holiday. Yes. I'm on my flight, I'm in Cancun. Yes, yes. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Or it's not what I thought it would be. Uh-huh. What can I do? Change your attitude, dear. Change your attitude. Come on. How are you going to be in Cancun and not like it? Really, really. No, honest truth of the matter. And the reason I say that, quite honestly, is from a personal experience of mine. Um, Some years ago, I worked in the UAE for three years. Sure. Started in Abu Dhabi, then went to Sharjah, then went to Dubai. When I was in Abu Dhabi, in my first three months, I hated life. I had that very typical South African attitude of, this place is not nice, these people are no good, etc., etc., etc. Forgetting that I'm in a foreign country. And I need to conform with what they are doing. It's got nothing to do with me. I'm not in South Africa. I have got to conform with them. I've got to be be able to put myself in their shoes and look at life from their point of view 
And that's when you will start enjoying yourself. And that's exactly what I eventually did after I was tired of complaining forever. And once I did that, I loved it. And I stayed for three years as a result of that. Mm. And what are the, so you talking about changing attitudes, the biggest benefit in your opinion Mm. and your experience Mm. of traveling Mm. opens your mind completely. You're a different person, all kinds of things. It opens you up. um, You're able to negotiate better. You're able to experience different cultures. Um, gosh, there's, there's endless things that are great about being a person who's traveled. You just become a lot more worldly as a person. You're able to identify with people a lot more easily than you would have been otherwise. You know, people who are cocooned in this country only know what happens in this country and only know what they hear mm-hmm. about what people talk about in this country. If you go out and experience, it's a different thing entirely. very good example of that is um, one of the companies I used to work for, um, the CEO used to make it his business that when new people joined the company, he'd come in and chat to them. And one of the questions he had was, what do you think of service in this country? And um, everybody in the room said South Africa has got terrible service. I was the only one who said, no, I actually think South Africa has got one of the best service rates in the world because I traveled to a couple of countries and a lot of them had given me really terrible service. The people who said what they had said, none of them had ever traveled and they'd heard it from their parents more often than not. How do they know? Hmm. And what about fear, the fear factor? You know, a lot of people Mm. are afraid Especially if you if you've got nobody to travel with, I mm. think if you've got a partner that likes traveling, if, mm. you've got, if you've got nobody and and you kind of want to travel but have a little bit of fear and don't want to be outside of your comfort zone, what would you say to a person like that? It's what stops a lot of people from traveling. You can't let things like that stop you from experiencing life. You will never experience it otherwise. If you get over your fear and you actually do what it is that you're wanting to do, the result is heavenly. Heavenly. Get over it and do something that is going to be good for you in the long run. And what, you know, I was all by myself and I went to six countries in Western, in Eastern Europe, mm. to places that, I mean, crack off. Places people wow. haven't heard about. Wow. <laughs> Where they see a black person and they think, he? And that's it. Yes. People, I, I saw people, I had conversations with people who were like, I've never seen a black person yeah. in real life, mm. only on TV. And they think you're a movie star because only movie stars could be coming. And I was so shocked. So one of my, my worst things, which I then turned into um, – a, a travel diary was traveling alone in Europe. Mm. I've, I'm trying to take selfies of myself in all these wonderful places. Yes. Because I don't want to be all touristy <laughs> getting people and, and getting people to like, here's my camera. Yes. Please take a picture of yes, me. Yes. So I'm trying to take selfies. So I've got like a bunch of pictures that all have my forehead <laughs> and my glasses because I'm trying to get myself in the picture and I'm trying to get the wonderful mm, the view, view in the picture. But one of the things that I learned about myself is that it's not so bad not knowing what people are saying. No. Actually. No. Because I never, I walked around and I never knew what people were saying. I didn't know how to read the street names. Mm. I didn't know Mm. what was going on. But I knew how to ask for food Mm. (laughs) and Mm. beers. (laughs) And 
and I learned about myself mm-hmm. that I can survive in a situation like that. Absolutely. Do you know there's a thing, there's an acronym called MAP, Mumble and Point, when you're traveling internationally. Mm. Fantastic. It works. It works. It does. And you just like, yes, get your way around. Oksalayo, they will hear exactly what it is that you're saying. And from your experience, what are, how does one get started? You know, if you, if you are a little bit afraid, mm. You're not as adventurous as me. Yes. How does one get started? What are the baby steps Do a small to trip. traveling? Do a small trip. So eventually you are wanting to travel Europe like you did. Go to Durban first, number one, because that clearly will be outside of your comfort zone. If you're a person who lives in Gauteng, for example, you've got to find your own way to Durban Airport or to Durban Station, however it is that you're traveling, you've got to then find your way to the hotel and find your own entertainment. But it's baby steps. You're in South Africa. You can still make a phone call should you need to do so. You know, things of that nature. Once you've been able to do that, maybe do it another two times and then travel internationally. And in fact, before you even go internationally in the strict sense of internationally, go to Africa. Let's talk about traveling in Africa. Mm. What are the things to... Experience. Baby step to starting Africa because Africa can be a very daunting place to go to. First place I would go to, Swaziland, Lesotho. They're very similar to South Africa. Very similar. And you can use South African money. Exactly. In both of them, you don't need to change. <laughs> yeah. And they understand most South African languages. Wow. So go there first and foremost. Beautiful countries. Swaziland has got four seasons. In four different parts of the country. Right. Beautiful, beautiful place. Beautiful people. Mm. Really beautiful people. Mm. A stunning language. Mm -hmm. Do that. Mm -hmm. Go to Lesotho. And once you've done that, then venture further north into Africa. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, South Africa is also in Africa. This attitude that South Africa is not part of Africa. No, no, no. We're not in (laughs) Europe. We are in Africa. Yeah, so be okay with that. And what does that mean, be okay with that? Be okay and with other African people coming into the country. Mm. Because they are on their continent. These are the very people who were helping us when times were tough. So re- reciprocate. Is that the correct word? Yes, it is. Mm. Yeah, it's cooler. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Eh? <laughs> but the good thing about being on Cliff Central is that you can speak Whatever you want. Whatever you want. (laughs) So I've got a message from Kimberly that says, traveling is expensive though. Mm. And there's the visa application processes Mm. and medical checks and Mm. stuff. Most people are not well informed about this, Mm. um, but would love to travel. Absolutely. Is that expensive? It can be. Again, this is why you will come to your travel counselor. This is why we will start from the very beginning and we will talk about what is your budget. Within your budget, what can we fit in? Because if you're wanting to travel to country A, these are the minimums that you need to do. And those minimums are going to cost ABC. Can we, can we not do this? If we can't, let's look for an alternative. If we can, let's move forward. Mm. So yes, travel can be expensive dependent on where it is that you're going to. It can also be reasonably priced dependent on where it is that you're going to. You don't have to travel Durangan to get a really great experience. You don't have to travel to Cancun to get a really good resort experience. You can go to Mauritius and get exactly the same experience. Exactly. Wow. So, you know, 
if you're traveling, I'm going to give this just as an example. If you're traveling to Mauritius and you're wanting to stay in a four-star hotel, um, and you are a single person, you're going to be looking at an average price of about 21, 22,000 rand for seven nights accommodation. If you're wanting to travel to Cancun and experience the same thing half a world away, you're going to be looking at about 50,000 rand. Sure. Same experience, different costs. So what's your budget? I want to talk about process. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've, I'm coming to Lynette's travel counselor. Mm-hmm. What do I bring with me? Mm-hmm. I know in my mind I want to spend mm-hmm. 20,000 rand, mm-hmm. but what do I have to bring with me? Physically. To get ready for traveling. Give me your passport. That's it. Vital. I'll tell you why. You can say to me, I can say to you that my name is Lynette, where my passport name is actually Nontlandla, mm-hmm. and it's not Lynette. And you have now booked me as Lynette Msomi. I get to the airport at, at uh, Oatambo, I'm not traveling anywhere. Sure. That's by far, we can sit and talk about all kinds of other things, but your passport is the one thing. And uh, yes, you can you can tell me verbally that, no, this is what is in my passport, but until I have actually seen it as your travel counselor, things can and will go wrong. If I have got it, though, in black and white, when they do go wrong, it's easier for you then to say to me, no, but this is now your responsibility, not mine. Mm. And what about, so the the visas and the, the stuff that you need, mm. you know, if you're going to Nigeria, you need to take shots for yellow fever. Yes. And that kind of stuff. Is that is that all part of the package? My job. Is that what a travel yes. counselor tells this you? this is my job. You are traveling to Accra. Mm-hmm. One of the things I have got to tell you is that you have got to have a yellow fever inoculation. One of the things I've got to tell you is that you've got to get a visa. I have then got to help you in getting that visa. I have got to confirm everything once we are sure that we have got the visa for you. I cannot just give you a flight, say cheers, bye, and then you must sort yourself out. It's an entire experience, like I was saying earlier. It's not just the one thing. You're going to the States. You want to go to New York to go visit a friend. I'm going to book your flights for you, yes. I'm going to book your hotel accommodation for you and your tours, etc. But I'm not going to confirm everything until we have got your visa. I'm not going to confirm everything for you until we have got your travel insurance. Because as my job, I know that these are vitals before you travel. If you're traveling on your own, you're not necessarily going to know that. Very good example. Some years ago, I had um, some old ladies from Soweto Nkosiam who had never traveled internationally before, wow. they were Stockfeller ladies. And one of the ladies in their Stockfeller, the daughter was getting married in London. And so they wanted to go to the so wedding. So they were going to the wedding. Yes. And they had booked the flights on their own. And they happened to come and see me for whatever other reason it was. And I then asked them, this was before we, as South Africans we had to have visas to go to the UK. I then asked them, have you got a clearance to go to the UK? And they said to me, no, but we don't need to have a visa on a South African passport, which was right. But at that stage, if you were a black person, truth of the matter, and you just looked a little bit like you weren't sure about who you are, they stopped you and they didn't allow you in. Ah, two of the ladies took my advice and they went and got a clearance. Two didn't. The two who didn't get the clearance were not allowed entry. And what happens there? They were sent back. They lost their money. This was their life savings. 
شو لاست منی so the the thing for me always mm. the fear has always been the things you don't know mm. you don't know yes and you so the things you know yes you 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 can find those mm. out but the things you don't know you have no you clue exactly this is why i cannot tell you i cannot tell you you know people think that people in travel are a grudge purchase because you're going to be paying service fees if you are dealing with me as a travel counselor that is a fact you are paying the service fee because i am going to make sure that your trip goes off without a hitch from beginning to end if you do it yourself you you cannot guarantee that you will not have a hitch from beginning to end and even if you do have a hitch and i have booked it for you i fix that for you quickly because this is my job and other things that could stop you from traveling as a girl mm are the things that are or places even mm. that as a girl mm they're too much of a hassle just don't even try it i would venture to say the very inner middle east i'm not sure how keen i would be as a girl to go there um until they have developed to the level of the dubais of the world for example and not because they're bad places but just because the cultural nuances are very different as a girl you've got to know your place as a woman generally you've got to know your place you've got to know how to dress you've got to know not to look at men in the eye things of that nature you don't necessarily get that if you're traveling on your own you don't understand it and if you do you'll offend people and you could find yourself in jail unnecessarily and what are the what are the things that i need to do now i've booked my trip mm-hmm. now i've got my visas i've got my shots i've got all the things that i need mm-hmm. what do i need to do to prepare myself mm-hmm. for the trip wow speak to people who've traveled you cannot get too much information there's no such thing make it your mission to find as many people who have traveled to even if it's not necessarily the destination that you're traveling to people who have just generally traveled the kinds of knowledge that people have in their heads you can never get too much of and it's not just about travel it's about anything really if you're wanting any kind of experience speak to people who've been there before and exactly the same for travel speak to people who have done it so that they can tell you what it is that you should look out for so that they can tell you things like take your running shoes with you <laughs> practical True. don't be prancing there in your beautiful heels and then you come back and you have got amakons angaka mm. you know and packing yes for traveling mm-hmm. there's limits with with airlines <laughs> yes <laughs> how much you can carry onto the airline mm-hmm. the things one should pack for you remember this always If you're going to be taking gels and liquids with you, pack them into your checked luggage. Remember there's a difference between checked luggage and carry-on luggage. Checked luggage goes into the belly of the aircraft. And that generally if you're traveling throughout the world is about 23 kilograms that you're allowed to take with you. If you're traveling cross Atlantic, in other words you're going to the United States, to South America, to the Caribbean, that area, you're allowed to take two bags with you that weigh 30 kilograms each. outside of cross atlantic generally one bag at 23 kilograms 
Put your gels and liquids in your bag. If you try and take it with you on board, it will be confiscated and you will lose it. So you ladies who have got these beautiful perfumes that cost a fortune and you've got it in your handbag, it'll be taken away from you and put in the bin. Ouch. Mm -hmm. It will. Your makeup that you want to have with you so that you look good when you get off the aircraft, go to Woolies. Buy those little travel container things because if you're traveling internationally and you want to go on board with liquid, you're limited to a maximum of 10 milliliters per item to up to a maximum of one liter for everything, if that makes sense. Sure. So then go to Woolies. They have the 10 milliliter thingies, containers, and you put them in there. And then you take those on board with you. Let's take a short break. But you can call us in the studio, 0861-555-189. Tell us about your travel experiences. When we come back, we're going to chat a little bit about dream holidays.
We're totally um, having so much fun in the studio. We're talking to Lynette uh, Msomi, who is... Yeah, but I just want to say Mazibuko. <laughs> I just want to say Mazibuko. No, no, no. Who's a travel counselor. And we're talking about traveling. Duncan asked about it. I always do this. Mm-mm. Duncan tries here. He pretends when you see him on, the, on Facebook or yes. whatever, that he's all quiet, just touching the buttons. <laughs> but actually, Duncan wants to know about traveling to outer space. Yes. Very definitely doable. Virgin. Richard Branson's Virgin um, are the first to have um, crossed that barrier. They do, or they did, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I stand to be corrected, I need to double check it. They have, I think, put it on hold for a while because of technical issues, but they do offer tourist trips to outer space on Virgin. Extremely expensive, but if you have the money, why not? It's a dream. Yes. And so that's Duncan's dream is going to outer space. Mm-hmm. But as Pumi yes. walking into to your um, shop. Yes. And I want to go single girl in my 30s looking to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Looking to experience new cultures. Mm-hmm. This is my brief. Mm-hmm. I want to experience new cultures. Mm-hmm. I want to eat a lot. Okay, yeah. Good food. Yes. And drink a little bit along the way. Uh Uh-huh. And maybe meet some interesting people. Okay. Where would you send me? When you say interesting people, are you talking about both genders or one gender? Both genders. Both genders. I want to have fabulous conversations. And you're in your mid-30s. Contiki, without a doubt. Contiki is a concept where you it's it, it's done in the UK, very little in Asia, and some in the States. But by far their most popular is in Europe. Contiki is a concept where you meet like-minded young people. Anything from about 20 to about 37 years of age. It's got three different concepts that they use. Camping which is generally for the younger crew, so the people in their 20s. Yeah, I, I only camp five star. Uh, there you go. Very good. <laughs> and then there's concept, which is not camping, but is camping. Again, for those who are on a budget, so later 20s. And then there's hotel stays, Kontiki. And that's for us people who are in our 30s and, you know, we work and we know what it is that we want. And, you know, we want run hot running water. We want uh, 300 three-count sheets, that kind of person. You are going to go on Hotel Contiki. You're going to meet like-minded people. You can travel very safely on your own. Fantastic if you're traveling on your own. Because you're meeting people from all over the world, literally. People from Australia, people from Auckland, people from South Africa, people from the States, people from literally everywhere. Love talking about Contiki. My brother's done Contiki twice, if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. What black person in South Africa do you know? Who has done Kontiki twice? <laughs> My brother has done it. My brother's gone to Australia. What black person do you know who goes to Australia? Mm. My brother's done it. He's that kind of guy. And your your dream holiday as a counselor, I'm sure you've travelled. Yes, you've I been, have. What what was your dream holiday experience? It changes all the time. <laughs> Today's favorite, latest that I really want to do. Last year, I went to New York where my brother got married. 
And we didn't see New York very much because they got married in New Jersey. And we went to New York for just a night. And I had never been interested in going to the States before. I'm very much a cultural type of person. So Europe has always interested me. The States, I just thought, oh, really? So we were in New York for one day. Oh, my God, what a beautiful, beautiful city. What a cosmopolitan city. What a worldly city. It is, it's, I have to go back there. But now because I'm a mother, a very new thing in my life, I now need to do New York and I need to do Orlando, Disney World with the kids. So very quickly, mm. traveling with kids before yes. we go. Yes. For those girls that are on their own with kids. Yes. Or a family, yes, young families mm. traveling with kids. Mm. What are the things that top three ah, to look out for? <sighs> Lots of patience. As a mother, you know that you've got to have a lot of patience generally. But when you're traveling, it's just got to be that much more so. Make sure, pay the extra money to travel on an airline that takes care of children. Pay the money. Because, it, it man, the peace of mind that you get. Very good carrier who does that is Emirates Airlines and Etihad Airways. Very, very good with children. Sometimes the layovers are horrendous. Pay the extra money so that you don't have the extra layovers. Pay the extra money to fly on them because they will treat your children well. Do not fly your children on SAA if you've got a toddler, for example. I'm not speaking badly of SAA. Please don't misunderstand me. But we've got, we, we've got a, a, a quick call. Ah. So Chaba from Joburg wants to ask a question. Chaba? Um, hello there. Hi. Hi. Yes. Very quickly, my brother. We've got four minutes to go. Cannot know that one. But thank you anyway for, for the great show. Um, I'll be flying for the first time in my life next week. Oh, congratulations. Nice. Where, Where are you going? going? I'm going to Houston, Texas. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. What are you going to do there? Well, um, I happen to be a pastor, so there's a conference I've been invited to, to go and attend for about three weeks there. Mm-hmm. And have you got uh, yourself sorted out? Yeah, my visa has been sorted. I, I did everything. I'm an early around March. Yes. And, uh, yes, and my ticket is all good and everything. And I just need to, um, I think the experience of Lynette and what she's talking about there is quite interesting. If uh, we can get her details in the future, because I think I've been ripped off by my travel agent. Then. Oh, oh no. Dear. Uh, so, Chaba, you can, you can get hold of Lynette on uh, Lynette Msomi. You can look for her on Facebook. Yes. Um, yes. Or you can look for her on Twitter as, as Lynette Mazibogo. She's also yes. in Atlanta. I think we're going to put it up on WeChat, on my okay. podcast as well. Okay. Oh, do, number, office yes. number, Lynette? My office telephone number is 084-358-4954. Yeah. Okay. That's it. I'll try to, to memorize it and stuff. But thank you so much. I think I'm learning quite a bit. I'm just on sick leave and I'm listening. Oh, I've stopped a lot and everything, so I hope I won't be I won't get a culture shock when I get there. I don't know how much money I must take with me. Although I'm going to be well catered for and hosted. Can I, to, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. Can I ask you a favor? Please yeah. will you give me a call. I just want to make sure well, that we've got everything covered for you. Okay. All right. Give me a tinkle and let's talk about it later. I can on another. 358-3492. Um, That's it. 358-4952 on 084. So Chava, thank you so much for calling us. And because you're not feeling well, stay tuned to cliffcentral.com. We'll help you feel better. We'll make the day much better for you.
and travel safely. Travel safely. Thanks for that call. You know, just we've got before we go, mm. your top three things to yes. remember. Yes. As you get on that plane. Yes. When you've got everything sorted out, as you get on that plane yeah. for that trip yeah. or on that bus or in that car, what are those top three things? Your wallet, number one. <laughs> Keep it with you. People have got uh, sticky fingers on aircrafts. So keep your bag with you. Really, that's my top one. I don't have any others. You don't have any others? Mm-hmm. Well, you're listening to Womanla, Girl Power or Grown Up here on cliffcentral.com. We've been talking about traveling as a girl or with your girlfriends. Stay tuned to Cliff Central. You can download this podcast. You can get in tune with us on cliffcentral.com, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on WeChat, or even on YouTube forward slash Cliff Central TV. You can get hold of me on Pumi Mashiko 1 on Twitter or Pumi Mashiko with an I on Facebook. And my top three things, what I learned when I was out traveling, the top three things that you always take with you when you're out traveling. Light heart, open mind, and an insatiable curiosity. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Cliffcentral.com.